There's one team putting in a very aggressive bid to be the winners of the offseason. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Monday edition of TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope everyone's having a great start to their week, a great start to their Monday. Fun week of, on the show here planned. We've had some free agency moves that happened over the weekend. One team in particular signing a pretty big name that was still available in free agency. That team, the focus of today's show because what this team is building, what this team is doing this offseason is very much in line uh, from what we here at the Draft Network, at least myself, uh, on this show tend to uh, proclaim to to the world is the right way to approach the right way to go about building a young team up for those teams that are in the startup phase of their life cycle that maybe are not into the win now Super Bowl window playoff window just yet what this team is doing what the Detroit Lions are doing are the is the is the blueprint it is the blueprint for the way that teams need uh, to attack themselves moving forward so we will jump right into it here on the show today because over the weekend, the piece of news, the free agency signing that happened late in the day yesterday, uh, that is the reason for doing this show today, and that is the Detroit Lions signing safety Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to a contract, and this is a home run for a Detroit Lions team that is young, that is on the rise, that won nine games a year ago, that was almost in the playoffs this year. They've got a coach that a lot of people believe in, that he it definitely feels like a player's coach, definitely feels like he gets the most out of that group the most out of his players and what they have done this offseason. I'm just going to list to you what they've been able to accomplish in free agency from a big picture perspective and then maybe we can dive a little bit deeper into what they have done. But they signed Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They signed David Montgomery. They signed Cameron Sutton. They signed Emmanuel Mosley. They signed Graham Glass now. That is just what they were able to do in free agency. If you don't think those five moves were done by design, that they were not do- they were done with intent. Uh, this is a, a blueprint that the Lions are following. They got themselves some defensive help. We all talked about the, the area of, of weakness for this team probably was on the defensive side of the ball, that we thought a lot of what they were doing on offense was really good. Jared Goff playing extremely well at the quarterback position. Jamal Williams was a big focus for them um, on offense with, with the running with the running game. Well, they replace him with Dave Montgomery to kind of be that end zone back, so you kind of replace him there. They still have got DeAndre Swift. They've got Jamison Williams. They have Amon Ross St. Brown. They've got some good pieces on offense. You'll like a lot of the infrastructure. The defense was the place of concern. The defense was the place that, ah, oh, they could probably use some help. A lot of mock drafts had them going corner at number six with their first of two uh, first-round selections. We'll get to the draft here in just a moment, but you can see that there was a real emphasis on rebuilding that secondary. We've got Cameron Sutton, we got Emmanuel Mosley, we got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, we have completely rebuilt, we have completely reworked our secondary, and oh by the way, we still got Kirby Joseph, who was a very good young first-year rookie player for us last season, oh that's right, Aiden Hutchinson uh, up front getting after the quarterback on defense, you can start to see how this has been put together, you can start to see why there's excitement, why there's buzz around what this team has been able to accomplish, so They put a lot of emphasis, they put a lot of focus into uh, the defense and into the secondary in particular. Again, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Cameron Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley. Emphasis on defense, emphasis on the secondary. And then again, you see mock drafts like the one uh, that got released today over at thedraftnetwork.com that has them uh, with the number six overall pick taking um, a corner. You start to wonder, hmm, maybe that's not necessarily going to be their top priority. But again, what they have done here with making these selections, by making these signings in free agency, They've created the maximum flexibility that we talk about. 
We give credit to the Bears when the Bears made the made the uh, trade of the number one overall pick and got the huge haul that they got in in return. One of the big things we talked about going into that move for the Chicago Bears was if they were going to make the move, if they were going to drop out of number one, they needed to set themselves up for success to be able to strike when opportunities presented themselves, when opportunities to get players presented themselves, right? And in that trade, they were able to get DJ Moore back. Again, they used an asset, the number one overall pick that they didn't necessarily need. They've got their quarterback. They don't need to be picking at the top top of the queue. They don't need to be first in line when making a selection because they don't need a quarterback. They don't need to jump other teams. So they looked at that as an opportunity to gain other assets. And what did they do? They got themselves a number one wide receiver, but they got themselves a whole host of draft picks to where if a player pops up that all of a sudden becomes available, they now have extra capital, right? We saw the New York Giants do this where they traded their extra third round pick, the pick that they got in the Kadarius Tony trade. They just turned around and flipped that into Darren Waller. They immediately added a major piece to their offense and added a major weapon for Daniel Jones without touching any of their existing draft capital that they had going into the year. Again, that was an additional pick that they got from trading Kadarius Tony. They still got a first round pick. They still got a second round pick. They still got a third round pick. They traded an extra pick that they acquired from wheeling and dealing to be able to seize on an opportunity in the marketplace to go out and get a player. So the Chicago Bears did right with, with with getting their draft capital, the multiple ones, the multiple twos, again, to be able to strike. Well, the Detroit Lions have been doing that over the last couple of years, acquiring draft picks here and there, and they are ready to strike, I think, in this year's cycle. Their picks right now, 6-18 and 18 in the first round. They've also got 48-55. and 55. We are going to watch if they just stay pat, if they just stand in the spot that they currently sit themselves in, they will be picking four times inside the top 55. That's pretty impressive. That's going to allow you to get some top quality players. You are going to be able to get some players into your building that can be immediate impact starters. We remember what the Detroit Lions did a year ago when they traded up in the draft to be able to get Jamison Williams. So they have shown an ability to want to strike in these situations and to want to move up. Well, they have the capital to do so. So they can pick at six, they can pick at 18. And then if another player starts to fall down the board a little bit that they really, really like, that they really, really want to go after... They can take their other selections that they have. Uh, we mentioned 48 already. We mentioned 55. They can take those and try to move back into the first round. Or they could stand pat and take four of the top 55 players in this year's draft class. That is what creating this kind of flexibility does for you. And oh, by the way, they have another selection at 81. So they're going to be picking, at least as of this stage, five times in the top 100. You're going to get five top 100 players. We talk all the time here at TDN about the TDN 100, our top 100 players, because those are the players that we think could have the biggest impact right away for those teams, where we believe are the best players in a specific draft class. Having five swings at the bat inside the top 100 means you're going to get some pretty good players. You're going to get some players that are going to be able to help you in other areas and oh by the way you just spent all that money in free agency on some corners and some safety help to create maximum flexibility at pick number six oh a quarterback falls a little bit and a team calls you up and they want to move up and that allows you to get some more draft capital okay we'll entertain some offers at number six uh, you, you take a player at number six, and now all of a sudden another player that you have really high on your board, maybe as a top five player, starts to fall, and you want to move up from 18? Okay, we've got some extra draft capital to be able to do so. Again, you put yourself in a position to be able to entertain any and all opportunities that present 
that could present themselves to you. And this is where team building and this is where roster construction and asset allocation and asset management is so important. We always talk about with, with GMs who they pick with their draft picks or who they are able to sign to contracts in free agency. There is more to it than that. There is your ability to look at all the resources that you have and to be able to Use those resources in the most effective way possible. And that may not mean making a selection in this year's draft class. That might mean trading a pick, trading one of these two first-round picks for the Detroit Lions to pick up a first in next year's draft to maybe be able to set you up to go up and get a quarterback if that's the year that you want to do so. Again, when you have... When you have a firm grasp and a firm control and a firm understanding of the assets in front of you and you are on the positive side of the asset management game, of the asset allocation game, then you are able to explore anything. You can look at your picks right now and say, eh, maybe sh should we trade up to number one? And you can actually realistically consider it. You can ask yourself, should we trade back? Should we stand pat? Should we move one of the two first-round picks that we have? Every single one of those opportunities presents itself to you. You are not dealing from a place of the Los Angeles Rams who don't have a first-round pick. You're not dealing from a place of the San Francisco 49ers who aren't picking into what? The third round, the fourth round in this year's draft because they use their picks elsewhere? Because they use their picks to trade up to, to, trade, uh, to draft Trey Lance? You use those picks to trade for Christian McCaffrey? And again, Christian McCaffrey, a great player. Trey Lance, hopefully the quarterback of the future for San Francisco. But making those moves, you have to pay the piper at some point. And for those teams, they're paying the piper right now. For the Detroit Lions, they're sitting here, and they've been on the receiving end of this. They were able to get that first-round pick from the Los Angeles Rams. They were able to get a second from Minnesota in the TJ Hawkinson trade to give them four picks inside the top 60, four picks inside the top 55. And oh, by the way, they got all those players that we named in free agency. They worked on their secondary. They got David Montgomery to be their goal linebacker to be able to pair with DeAndre Swift. Again, you can see what this team is trying to build. And I know a lot of people are going to wade into the deep end of the pool here and talk about all oh, the Detroit Lions need to take a quarterback. They're, they're ready. This team is, is at that point uh, where you take a quarterback and you add add that rookie quarterback to a great nucleus, a great infrastructure, the, the team around that young quarterback is going to be ready to go. The reason why the Detroit Lions maybe struggled last season and only ended up 9-8 and eight and weren't able to make the playoffs, it was not Jared Goff's, Goff's fault. Jared Goff was one of the main reasons why they were able to reach the success that they were able to have. And you have Jared Goff for another season beyond this one. So you have a two-year window here where you can give it one more year with Jared and then next season maybe if things don't really take that next step, you might have to ask yourself, eh, maybe it's time to take a quarterback. But when I look at the NFC North and I look at this division, you have the Green Bay Packers that are more than likely at some point going to send Aaron Rodgers on a jet to New York to play for the Jets. You have the Chicago Bears who are trending in the right direction, but I believe they are very much behind the Detroit Lions and where their stages, right? Ryan Poles only a second year there in um, in Chicago working with that team, they're still probably a year or two away from being in the Detroit Lions stage as they are now. The Minnesota Vikings, yeah, they were purple cockroaches last year. Yes, they didn't go away very easily. Yes, they were able to make it to the postseason. But how many years can they continue to run this back and continue to have the success? They got the right end of a lot of those coin tosses that went their way throughout the course of the season. They had a lot of breaks go their way. It might all balance out next season. This division is open for the taking. This division is open for the Detroit Lions to get to double-digit wins. This division is open for this team with Jared Goff and an influx of four top 55 players in this year's draft class to be able 
to shock some people, quote unquote, and be one of the surprises of the year. So I, I'm pushing all my chips in the middle. I, I, I thought Detroit was going to be the team last year. We talked about it on some various podcasts, hashtag our Lions, right? I think we're doubling down on hashtag our Lions for this upcoming season because they are doing it the right way. They have built this team the right way. They focused in the right areas. They were able to use their assets to get themselves a home run pass rusher last year. They traded up to get a wide receiver. They've got a great dynamic with Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams. They've got a quarterback who's a steady hand that absolutely puts them in the best position to succeed, and they've got more draft capital on the way, and they just spent very wisely in free agency. They didn't doll out cash all over the place. They're not resetting the market at different positions, but they made a good investment in Cameron Sutton, made a good investment in Emmanuel Mosley, a good investment in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and if at pick number six they want to take a corner, they can do that. If they want to take the best... Um, defensive player that isn't in the secondary, they can do that as well. All of the options are at their disposal. And when you have a team that is coached really well, has got some good players, has the support and the backing of a front office that's willing to invest, and you have the draft capital that this team has, you can get the the, 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 the momentum train that could leave the station for you could be very, very large. And so when I look at this team, I think they are a team that is going to be a darling for a lot of a lot of people to pick. Um, I will be picking them to win the division. I really like the direction that they're going in. But when you have all this momentum, when you have all of these things going in 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 your way, going your way, and everything is kind of flowing the way you want it to, you can make any decision you want. You have all the options at your table, and, and that is a great feeling as a general manager to know, man, we've got this team in a really good place. We've got all of these assets assets at our disposal. How do we best utilize them to help our team for 2023 and beyond? So uh, should be a lot of fun to keep. An eye on to see what the Detroit Lions were able to do because it's a pretty pretty impressive offseason but this is just half the equation because they got four draft picks that I think are really going to be able uh, to be added to this team and really push them into being in, in a battle. I think it's going to be a battle with Minnesota. I, I really do, but I, I think the Detroit Lions are my early pick for the NFC North. So wanted to give some kudos because I love what this team is doing. They're, they're following up what was a very successful uh, 2022 campaign. They're investing in the right spots. They're putting themselves in the best position to be able to strike uh, when opportunities present themselves, and then they're going to be able to take the field, be coached very well, have a great roster, and be in a division uh, that is open for the taking. So it should be a lot of fun to be able to keep an eye on. So shout out to the Detroit Lions signing Chauncey Gardner-Johnson over the weekend, uh, giving us the uh, the theme here for today's show. Uh, I want to thank you for making this show a part uh, of your day. Would would do me a solid, please. It would, would mean a lot to the show. If you could follow the show, subscribe, uh, leave a five-star review if you're enjoying uh, the show. We greatly do appreciate it. Those um, those reviews, the following of the show, the sharing of the show with friends. It certainly helps us keep the momentum that this show is slowly building over time. We're, we're having a great couple of weeks here on the show. We want to continue that so the show can continue to grow. We can continue to add more. Again, I've got some things working behind the scenes in the pipeline that I hope to be able to announce by the end of the week for you guys uh, that I think are going to be really fun that you guys are really going to uh, be excited about. So again, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all of that stuff helps us uh, continue to build the momentum. Just like the Detroit Lions are building some momentum, we want to continue to do that here on the show. Hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Monday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.